friends welcome to another episode of impact today my name is mark bowling this is my wife victoria we're evangelists and teachers of the word we are excited that you joined us we are in the middle of this uh series on seven truths that will elevate your faith to a higher level i know for me personally everything we teach we try to teach something that we have proven that we've seen uh, impact our lives. Mm -hmm. And I, I can testify that when I began to feed on these seven truths, when I read books about them, when I studied it in the Word, I saw my faith go to another level. Amen. There was a, a certainty inside of me. There was a, a, a greater sense of victory inside my Amen. spirit as I got these truths worked inside of me. And the first one that we talked about was the integrity of God's Word. God is one with His Word. He lives in His Word. His Word is full of God Himself. Words are containers. And God's Word is God's faith expressed. His love is communicated through it. His faith is in it. His nature is in it. It's full. His words are spirit and life. His very divine health is in it. And as you partake of that word, it begins to work inside your spirit, your mind, your body, and it heals you. It changes the way you think, and there comes a transformation. Amen. It's awesome. So the second truth is the reality of our redemption. When you realize that redemption is more than just a philosophy, more than a creed, more than just a belief, but that Jesus with his shed blood actually redeemed us. A legal transaction has taken place. We are redeemed. When you realize that, the days of sickness are over. The days of being subject to Satan's attacks are over. We realize I'm redeemed. Satan has no authority over me. I dominate him. Hallelujah. Because you keep using the word redeemed. Yes. What if somebody has no idea what redeemed means? What's another way to say that? Redeemed means to buy back. Hmm. We've been purchased from Satan's kingdom. And the price was the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. It is a settled fact. We are redeemed. The third thing is the reality of the new creation. When you realize that you are a new creature, a new creation created by God in Christ Jesus, that you are born again, that you're a child of God, a son of the living God, victory's yours. Amen. Amen. We don't just have a creed. We're not just, we haven't just joined a religion. It's not just like, the Christian religion. No, no. We're born again. God is our Father. And when this becomes real to you, as real to you as 2 plus 2 equals 4, 
Victory's yours. There's going to be an awareness in you of dominion, of victory, of sonship. It's awesome. Praise God. And that brings us to number four. The fourth reality that we're going to talk about is righteousness. Our righteousness Amen. in Christ. Now we need to know what it is mm -hmm. and how to get it. Yeah. So first of all, righteousness means right standing with God. This means that you can stand face to face with God without having any guilt, any shame, or any sense of inferiority because you're clean. Amen. You have right standing with God. It's the ability to stand in the presence of God as if sin never even existed. Mm. So that would mean that you could stand face to face with God the same way Jesus Christ mm. can stand face to face with God and not shrink back, yeah. but have a confidence and a boldness because you're clean. Now that's radical. Mm -hmm. And see, that's why it might be hard. It, you know, you might be thinking, how is that possible? Because I've done so many things. How are you saying that I could stand in the presence of God as if sin never existed with the same confidence that Jesus would stand in the presence of mm -hmm. God? It's very simple. That's the power of what has happened when you're born again. Yes. See, that's what we're talking about. When you have a reality, when, it's, when, when righteousness has been made real to you, this will be the, the, what happens. Yeah. yeah. You'll be able to stand with that confidence. And not only in the presence of God, but in the presence of demons. Yes. You'll no longer be afraid of the devil mm -hmm. when you realize the gift of righteousness that Jesus became sin so that we could become righteous. Yes. When you realize that, when it's built into you and you really have a revelation of it is what yes. we're talking about, you would be able to stand face to face with Satan himself and not be afraid. Yeah, I'm thinking of this right now. There's a prayer in Ephesians chapter one that I would encourage you. It starts around verse 17, but you can, the prayer's kind of long, but there's the shorter side of it that, you know, you can pray this throughout the day. And I pray it constantly. It's this, Father God, I ask you to give me a spirit of wisdom and, and revelation, revelation in the intimate knowledge of you. May the eyes of my heart be enlightened. Mm -hmm. That's simple. You pray for a spirit of wisdom, revelation, in the intimate knowledge of the Father God, in the eyes of our heart to be enlightened. Mm -hmm. I pray that constantly. And then these things, God hears your prayer. He'll answer that. And these things will start to dawn on your spirit. You'll begin to realize, oh, wow. Wow, this is me. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. We're talking about our identity in Jesus Christ. Too many of us, we identify with our behavior because we make mistakes. We mess up. You know, but that's not our identity. Who you really are, if you've accepted Jesus Christ, that's who you are. You're in Christ. You're righteous. Now, listen to this in Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Some of you, these, you might think, this is really radical, but listen to what it says here. Romans chapter 5, verse 17. It says this, 
For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one. Now that's talking about Adam. Adam sinned and spiritual death came into the human race because of the first man's sin. His name was Adam. He sinned against God and his, his spiritual nature of sin and death was passed to all of us. So let me read this again. For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace, abundance of grace. What's grace? God's riches at Christ's expense. Yes. Isn't that awesome? Grace is God's riches at Christ's expense yes. given to us. Those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through one, through the one, Jesus Christ. Now notice, receive abundance of grace mm. and the gift of righteousness. Amen. A gift is something one receives instantly. You know, Christmas time, we give gifts to each other. Well, it's not something that you get over a process of time. You receive a gift now. You don't earn that gift. If you had to earn it, it wouldn't be a gift. It would be a wage. Right. It would be payment. No, a gift is something you receive. And notice it says, those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. Righteousness is a gift to be received. And if you haven't received it, you can receive it right now. Yes. Hallelujah. How? They, it's a gift to be received. And if you've received it, notice it says, you'll reign in life through Jesus Christ. One translation says, reign as kings in the realm of life through the one man, Jesus Christ. And so what we're saying here is instead of having a mentality, oh, I mess up so much all the time. I do this. I do that. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh-uh. That's, that's not your identity. Your identity is Jesus Christ. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, God created you, recreated your spirit, and put you in Christ Jesus, and He becomes your identity, and He is the righteous one. Mm -hmm. And so if you're in Him and He's in you, it changes your mentality, it changes your outlook, it changes your mindset, and you begin to rule and reign as a king in the realm of life because... What is righteousness? It's the ability to stand in the presence of God without any sense of guilt, any sense of lack, any sense of inferiority, and it's the, the ability to stand in the presence of demons, mm -hmm. in the presence of disease without any sense of fear. Mm -hmm. We're not subject to Him. When you say that reign as kings, mm -hmm. it makes me think about, well, how does a king reign? Mm -hmm. How does he reign? He speaks. He speaks. Whatever he says, it happens. It's carried out in his domain. Yeah, in his kingdom, where when, he has authority. Where he has authority in his kingdom, he speaks something, and then it's executed. Yeah, and that's how we reign. Amen. We speak. We speak. We speak to disease, and it goes. We speak to the devil, and he goes. And he goes. Amen. 
Hallelujah. This is good news. Yeah. It's such good news. Now let's just let's just develop this uh, much more. So remember, a gift is something that someone receives instantly. Fruit is developed. Spiritual fruit is developed. So righteousness here in this context is not fruit. It's a gift. Now, the Bible does talk about in other places a fruit of righteousness. What is that? That is something developing in your life as a result of what you already possess in your spirit. Mm -hmm. Amen. In other words, you're allowing what's in your spirit to come on the outside, and therefore your behavior is starting to line up with what you already have inside. It's like the result of righteousness. It's the result of righteousness. But the, in this context, righteousness is a gift, it's not a gift. fruit. And you need to understand that. Mm-hmm. You can't live in such a way to become righteous. You live in such a way because you are already righteous. Right. Hallelujah. We, we refer to this scripture um, Last episode, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24, it says to put on the new man, which is created by God in his image in true righteousness and holiness. Oh, hallelujah. Notice, God created the new man, and he created it according to his image Mm -hmm. in true righteousness. Did you hear that? True righteousness. As opposed to what? A false sense of righteousness. See, religion does this. If I can just pray this many times a day, I will one day please God. If I can can give my offerings to the synagogue or to the mosque or to the church this many times a day or give to the poor, then I will one day be right in the sight of God. And that's not how it works. It's good to bring offerings. It's good to give to the poor. It's good to pray. It's good to fast. It's good to do the right thing. But none of that makes you righteous. Right. Why? Because we have been stained by sin. And you can't get rid of the stain of sin by doing good things. There's only one thing that will remove the stain of sin, and that is the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And when I put my faith in the shed blood of Jesus Christ, the stain of sin is removed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's kind of like this. You're either born naturally, when I came into this world, when I was born of my mama, I was born a male. I didn't have to behave a certain way to become a male. I was born a male. Right. You're either born a male or a female. It's not determined on your behavior. It's not determined by anything you do. You're either a male or you're a female. Period. Now, I know in, in some cultures now, they're trying to cause confusion along these lines, you know, like, well, I'm going to have some kind of surgery, no longer a male, I'm going to be a female. No, 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 no. Your DNA throughout your whole being, the cells in your hair, in your skin is screaming male or female. It's one or the other, you know. You were born that way. 
Well, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're born righteous. Born again righteous. You're born again righteous. You don't, you don't try to become righteous. You're born righteous. Hallelujah. You know, that's, that's why, like, if you think about it, people who are born again mm -hmm. go to heaven. Yeah. And if one person got born again and 50 years later, walking with God 50 years, they die and go to heaven, mm -hmm. are they more righteous than the person who just got born again and they got hit by a bus? And, and died right. like 10 minutes after they received Christ. Who's mm -hmm. more righteous? That's right. The one who walked with God for 50 years mm -hmm. or the one who just received Christ? Who's more righteous? That's right. It's neither one of them. No, they're, the they're equally righteous. Yeah, that's right. Because you don't grow in it. Amen. It's a gift. That's right. And it's the same. Like once again, if you're born a male, you're not any more male 20 years from now than you right, are now. Right. You're still a male. Now, you might act more manly. Yeah. You might act more like a male, but you're male. Male or female. A hundred percent. hundred percent. When you're born. Yeah. And when you're born again, you are a hundred percent righteous. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. It's Amen. so good. It's so important that you understand that. And that brings us to uh, Romans chapter 3, verse 26. God is righteous mm -hmm. and the righteousness of the one who believes in Jesus. Amen. God is righteous mm -hmm. and God is the righteousness of the one who belongs to, believes in Jesus. Amen. Amen. He is our righteousness. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. You can't improve upon that. There's nothing you can do to improve upon the righteousness of God. Right. Your righteousness will fall short. Amen. But God's righteousness through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ cannot be improved upon. He is the righteous one. Yeah. Amen. So that's just awesome. But listen to 1 Corinthians. Let me turn there real quickly. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. Listen to this. But of him, that means of God, but of God you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. When you were born of God, when you accepted Jesus and you were born again, Jesus Christ came into you. You were put into Christ. You are now one with Him. And when that happened, the Bible says right here, Jesus became for you wisdom, righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Jesus became your righteousness. So what does that mean now? Romans chapter 3, verse 26 says, God the Father is our righteousness. Mm -hmm. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 30 says, Jesus Christ became our righteousness. You can't improve upon that. Mm -mm. God is our righteousness. Jesus Christ is our righteousness. And then you come to the most staggering statement. It is one of the most staggering statements of the entire Bible. 2 Corinthians 5.21. Do you want to read that? Yeah, it says, For he made him, that means for God the Father made Jesus, mm -hmm. 
who knew no sin to be sin for us. Why? That we might become the righteousness of God in him. That is amazing. I mean, think about that. Jesus Christ, who left heaven, came to this earth, lived a perfect sinless life on the cross, became sin. He knew no sin. He knew no sin. He was tempted in every way like you and I, yet he never sinned one time. He was perfect. He was absolute perfection. Mm. His blood was righteous and holy. Yet on the cross, he became what we are. And not only did we he become it, God the Father made him mm -hmm. become it. Yeah. That's amazing. He didn't just bear our sins. He did. He bore our sins. But it says right here, he became sin itself on the cross. Mm. And that's why God had to curse him. He was cursed on our behalf. Now, why did he do it? He who knew no sin, he was perfect, on the cross became sin so that we might become the righteousness of God in him, in Christ Jesus. Amen. That is staggering. So, think about it. Now, God is our righteousness, mm -hmm. number one. Number two, Jesus has become for us our righteousness. But number three, we have become the righteousness of God in Christ. That's, that is staggering. Now, Jesus isn't still that way, isn't still made sin. No, no, no. When he rose from the dead, he yes. rose righteous. That's right. He rose again righteous mm -hmm. as our representative. It's beautiful. What does that mean then? Well, James chapter 5. Listen to what it says in James chapter 5. How, what, Practically speaking, what does that do for you and I? I know that gets us into heaven. Amen. And that's awesome in itself. But what about in the here and the now, in this present life? Notice what the Bible says uh, in James chapter 5, verse 16. It says, Confess your trespasses to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. Wow. So you can be the righteousness of God in Christ, but you're still making mistakes. Right. And it says, you know, confide in one another. Confess, hey, I messed up. Can you pray for me? Mm -hmm. Then notice what it says. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again. And the heaven gave rain and the earth produced its fruit. It says that Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. Or you could say this, he was subject to human passions like us. In other words, Elijah, he was tempted like you and I. And he made mistakes like you and I. He wasn't perfect. And yet you read the story of Elijah and you see the power he walked in through his prayer life. Mm -hmm. Notice it says, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. See, Elijah wasn't righteous because of what he did or didn't do. He was righteous because of his blood, the blood covenant he had with Almighty God. We are made righteous because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. 
Amen. We might succumb to temptation from here now and again, but we have a standing with Almighty God of being righteous. He sees you righteous. Amen. So what does that mean? That means your prayer life can be effective. Because notice, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much, accomplishes much. Your prayers are powerful. When you understand that you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, your prayer life goes up another level. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you're not trying to earn anything. Right. You know you have a standing with God as the same as Jesus has a standing with God. Mm -hmm. God himself loves you. God himself accepts you. God himself sees you like he sees his son, Jesus Christ. And when you pray, my friend, things happen. Hallelujah. But the first thing you need to do is you have to receive this gift of righteousness. Have you done that? If you haven't, you can do that today. Stop what you're doing right now and say, you know what? I've been trying to become righteous and I realize I just need to receive the gift of righteousness. And all you have to do is accept what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross with this simple prayer. Pray with all of your heart. Say this after me. Dear God in heaven. Dear God in heaven. I acknowledge I'm a sinner. I acknowledge I'm a sinner. I can't become righteous. I can't become righteous. By my good deeds. By my good deeds. But. But. Jesus. Jesus. He did a work for me. He did a work for I me. I believe he's your son. I believe he's your son. I believe he died on the cross. I believe he died on the for cross. My sins. For my sins. His blood was shed. His blood was shed. So my sin could be washed away. So my sin could be washed away. Therefore. Therefore. I accept what he did for me. I accept what he did for me. On the cross. On the cross. He did it. He did it. His work is sufficient. His work is sufficient. And I believe. And I believe. You raised him from the dead. You raised him from the dead. And therefore. And therefore. I confess. I confess. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Is my Lord. Is my Lord. I accept Jesus. I accept Jesus. In my heart. In my heart. As my Savior. As my Savior. I receive right now. I receive right the now. The gift of righteousness. The gift of righteousness. And according to your promise. And according to your I promise. I am saved. I am saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. My Dear friend, if you did that, I have good news for you. You are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's not based on a feeling. It's not based on your behavior. It is based on what Jesus did for you and I. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Visit our website and tell us what you've done. Impacttoday.tv. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Impact Today is made possible by the generous support of the friends and partners of Global Impact Ministries International.